Good evening. Uh, many of you may not, I'm sorry, I'm back here. I'll stand up for a minute. How's that? Now you can hear me. I'm using the mic. Um, many of you don't know, the reason you don't see Sister Sherry and all those is uh, Patty had to go to the hospital. She was rushed there with a heart attack. Uh, so the family is still there. She was doing as well as could be expected. They're taking her in for a heart cath. She's in there right now, and they're supposed to let us know as soon as we hear something. Uh, but continue to pray for Patty, and uh, the Lord will bless her and lift her up and strengthen her, and uh, everything will be okay. So at this time, uh, let's say a quick word of prayer, and then we'll start with a sermon. Kind Heavenly Father, we do thank you and praise your holy name, Lord, for this opportunity to come together. But Lord, mostly we ask that you will touch Patty, be with her, keep her, and lift her up and strengthen her, Lord. Pray that you will be with her. I know things probably uh, seem confusing at times to her, but Lord, touch her, be with that family, provide them comfort and strength. We ask all this in Jesus' holy, precious name. Amen. So you're going to get a tag team for lead tonight. Everybody stand up. Let's praise the Lord.
and greet everybody and say hello, and uh, then we'll start back with music. Stand with us now. We're going to sing Praise Him.
again tonight, we're going to be blessed with Brother Ard having to come and speak. It's been a real blessing this morning. The Lord was with us. And if you didn't feel the Lord in his presence this morning, I don't know where you were because you weren't here. The Lord was all over this place. Praise the Lord for that. Brother Ard, if you'll come. Hear you talking. Can't hear you talking. You made it not rain here this afternoon. <laughs> well, I got a juice girl. I'm getting old. <laughs> but, uh, the Lord has blessed me for a long time. And then for all the people I'm getting used to all the Y'all pray for me as I sing this song. I don't really know if I've ever sung it because so many other people did sing it. But uh, this is all that the Lord has impressed on me this afternoon to think about and sing. So maybe it's His will, and I'm going. And, and it's a true story for me because I have come too far to look back. I've come too far to look back again. There is nothing behind me. All the treasures I used to love have all faded from view. There's a new sorrow and fear. 
preaching and he said, I don't know whether I'm mad or whether I'm in love. Sometimes I don't know that I am if I'm mad or if I'm annoyed. And I hope and pray that the Lord will not compromise. But if you got your Bible, turn to the Psalm 27. Thanks, Paul. I'm going to just read one verse of the scripture. I might get a few real fast. Talk a little bit tonight about having confidence in God. I know that we all need to keep improving in our confidence if you're like me. It don't take much for a devil to come by and just knock the wind out.
most of the time would turn his face towards God and ask God to help him. In the previous chapter, he asked God to help him, help his feet to stand in an even place. We as Christians need to ask God, help us, Lord. people around us won't wonder who we put our trust and who we put our confidence in if we stand in an even place when we're up and when we're down. And I'm here to tell you, Hosea says, the Lord careth, but he also heareth. Sometimes the Lord has to tear us down in order for us to be build up. But see, these things, these times in our lives, in the last year, the Lord has helped me build up my confidence, not in me, but in God. It seems like the more God builds up my confidence, the more he allows the enemy to come in and test my confidence. Amen. I'm here to tell you it's not a pleasant place to be. I told my my niece I've been getting her to help me pray her and keep some for myself. Telling her that it's it's not easy when your mind seems like it just won't function right. When everything seems like it, you pray. I told her, I said, I told her just the other night we were having prayer. I said, uh, I can pray, but I didn't feel like I prayed through. 
just about the time I get through, I'm back down again, Sister Judy. And I have to crawl up again. But ever how many times I have to fall down and ever how many times I got to get up, by the help and the grace of God, I'm going to put all my confidence in the chief shepherd. Because <laughs> he said, I'm watching over you by day and by night. I've got you under the umbrella of my grace. I'll take care of you all your days. I'll give you strength when you're weak. I'll lift you up when you're down. Hallelujah. And I'll bring glory into your heart and into your soul. I'll help you to be a blessing to others if you just watch out how you live, when you pray, and how you pray, and what you pray for. You need to watch what you spend most of your time praying for and asking God for. Most of the time, we're just asking God to bless us. We're not asking God to help us to take up our cross and to follow God. Because when you take up your cross and follow God, that's when he builds up your faith and your confidence. When you're stumbling along, hallelujah, trying to bear up under the trials and temptations of life. You're at your very best if you've got your hand in the nail-scarred hand. Hallelujah. You know that your Redeemer ever liveth, and he ever liveth to make intercession for you. You can be down. Hallelujah. In, in Psalms, just a little further over, he said, Why is my soul cast down? Why are you cast down? Oh, my soul. Hallelujah. My wise uncle used to preach, you can cast me down, but don't count me out. Hallelujah. You can count me out, count me down, but Sister Beulah, don't count me out until they roll me down there to Murray. Hallelujah. Somewhere else, it won't matter. I told my wife a long time ago, I used to hate Charleston. I hated it be down here, and I wanted to go back home. I said, one thing I want you to promise me, when I die, you take me out of Charleston County if you want to throw me in a ditch, but get me out of Charleston. I didn't like it. I didn't like it at all. But I'll tell you what, God is able to help us and sustain us wherever we are, and we're able to be happy in the Lord wherever the Lord puts us. Hallelujah. Don't try to be where God don't want you to be. Don't try to do what God don't want you to do. Hold up your hands under heaven and say, Lord, I come to you because I'm weak and faulty and frail. Hallelujah. And I can't stand up under the persecution and the trial and the test when I'm getting old. But you said what you wouldn't forsake the old. When I forsake, forsake us when we were old and gray-headed. Hallelujah. And I'm old and getting gray-headed all the way on. And I, I, I'm not going to put no die on it, I don't think. But I'll tell you, God help us and God bless us and God keep us. And that wherever God wants us to be and whatever God wants us to do, you can build up your confidence and you can do whatever the Lord wants you to do. Whatever he's called you to do. If he's called you to sing, you better sing. If you have to ask him to let you sing, hallelujah, ask him. Say, hey, I've got a call on my life and I want to sing. If you want to testify, stand up and break into the service and give God glory and give God honor. Don't worry too much about what the congregation thinks. You're not serving the congregation. You're serving the true and the living God. And you've got to please him in order for you to keep your, keep your soul sweet so you can lay down and go to sleep. I didn't know what it was like not to be able to lay down for months and to go to sleep and sleep for a few hours.
Lord. But I want to tell you, sleep is a wonderful, blessed thing from God. Hallelujah. And you, when you can lay down and lay your head on a pillar and say to the Lord, the Lord is my shepherd, I shall not want. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. He'll keep me when I can't keep myself, when I can't keep myself right before the spirit of the living God of glory. He'll come down with his divine mercy and wrap, wrap me around with a blanket of mercy and grace and say, Oh, I'm with you always, even until the end. Hallelujah. We're going to reach that end before we know it. It's going to come closer and closer every breath that we take, every step that we take. But I want to tell you, my friend, this evening, keep your confidence in where it ought to be. It's not in church membership. It's not in school. It's not in knowledge. It's not in following some preacher or some leader. It's in following the Lamb of God that laid down his life. He said, I come to seek and to save that which was law, and I'm done without God, and I'm seeking the path. He said, walk not in the path of the wicked and go not in his way. He tells me, I've got Jeremiah tells me, that's the first sermon I believe I ever preached. Amen. <laughs> Walk, go not in the way of the enemy. Don't walk in the path of the wicked. But oh, my friend, that day men and women are losing their confidence in God. Most of us spend more time at the doctor's office. I was invited to the doctor, tried to give me something this week for my mind. I got the prescription bill, but I, the Lord let me know I better wait a while before I start taking it. I didn't want to get hooked on it. Amen. But you see, now we put our confidence in the doctor. We put our confidence in the medicine. When he says, come unto me. Come unto me. Hallelujah. We forgot about it. We're, we, we, we can, we've got money more than we've ever had. We got better homes to live in than we've ever had, better automobiles, better clothes. Oh Lord, I don't want to say this. Dress up to go see some dignitary. Boy, you know where I'm going. And they'll come to the church of, of the living God, the sloppiest. The sorriest clothes they got to wear. Why don't you go and try to see the president right now? I know you're quiet, but I told God I was going to preach the truth. I'm not afraid of nobody and no congregation no more. Because <laughs> I feel sometimes, Melody, like I got one foot nearly in the grave and the other on the nine appealing. And it's slipping away fast. But Sister Bueller, of all the days that God let me live, keep and keep my right mind, where sin abounds, I'm going to expose it. <laughs> Hallelujah. You know why? Because he says, open rebuke is better than secret love. <laughs> oh, I know it's not popular. It never will be popular. It never has been popular. It wasn't popular when I was young. And it ain't popular now. But I'm here to tell you, if you're going to have confidence in God, why don't you put your confidence where it ought to be, in God, and trust God. 
Hallelujah. 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 You're going to, you, well, you younger people are going to get older. And the older you get, the more confidence you're going to have to put in God taking care of you. Hallelujah. 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 He said, I'm with you always, even until the end. He's never lied. He's not a man that he should lie. Neither the son of man that he should repent. And God wants me to have confidence in him. He wants me to tell the world what he's done for me. Oh, in a church services, I hadn't heard somebody stand up with a burning testimony in their church services in a long, long time. When I was a young boy coming up, I seen people stand up under the anointing of God and tell people what kind of confidence they had in God and them do better than the preacher done, and they had some good preaching. church where the main thing in the church was prayer and it's helped me through the days of my life to keep my confidence in prayer <laughs> hallelujah he said seek ye the Lord while he may be found call on him while he's near is he near to you have you talked to him today have you built up yourself in the holy things of the Lord or if we let the things of life come by our way and detract us from serving the Lord and praising the Lord, if he wants you to wake up in the middle of the night, do you wake up in the night and crawl out of that bed and find you an altar somewhere to pray? If I hadn't had prayer and people praying for me, I wouldn't have made it. I remember one time in my life I was tired. We were working on a church. My brother was helping me. And we both worked, and the other people worked a job. I preached three times a week. I was wore out. I come home and went to lay down. I was so tired I couldn't hold my head up. We had worked at the church till in the night, trying to get it ready for church. And I was so tired, and I, I never went to bed without praying. And I said, laid down, and I said, Lord, if you just let me lay down and rest my weary bones for just a few hours, I want you to wake me up so I can go and commune with you. <laughs> Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Hallelujah, you want your confidence built up, you've got to spend time with the Lord. You've got to get in that book that we call the Bible. And you've got to hide the Word of God in your heart that you don't sin against Him. You've got to take that Word of God and rightly divide it. You've got to apply it to yourself and your life, not try to find things just to apply to other people's lives. God let me see that there was so much in there that I was preaching to others to try to straighten out their lives that I needed to read some of it to straighten out my own life. Amen. What kind of church do we want? You make up your own mind. What kind of church you want? Do you want your confidence in God? Or do you want us to preach you every time you get a headache? 
call us up and want us to pray for him? You see, I was reared in a little old place. And when something come up, there was two or three women I knew. They didn't call the preacher too much. Well, they would call him sometime when things was, you know, like this with Sister Patty. But two or three of them would get together, and they'd go pray. And they were praying women. One of those women I'm talking about, Larry took a preacher down to visit with him with one of them. He was a Pentecostal preacher. Lightning scared him to death. Am I telling the truth, Larry? said, I never heard nobody pray like that. Can anybody say that about us? How much do you want your confidence built up in God? If you want your confidence built up in God, you got to get in that book I read. Commentaries are good. Thank God for them. They'll help you. Sunday school commentaries is good. I just got rid of about 50 of them, 40 or 50 of them. And we had a fire. Nowhere to keep them. They're bloodied up. But listen, friend, I believe in getting all the help we can. But when you get down to the nitty-gritty, Get this book that we call the Bible and get down on your knees before God and get your confidence built up in God, not in your fellow man. Your fellow man, David said, will let you down. He'll falter. He'll fail. I fail my brother. My brothers fail me. I can talk to him like that. He, he might get a little irritated with me, but he'll get over and pray for me. Listen, friend, we need confidence in the Holy Spirit of God. I know today people are mixed up. Some think, it, think you get it when you get saved and you do get a part of the Spirit of God but you can't get saved unless the Spirit of God draws you. Amen. Amen. We're living in a time where people don't seek after the baptism. They say it's a gift, and I believe that. I believe God can baptize you right there on the pew. But I tell you, I like that kind that people used to pray through to. <laughs> Hallelujah. You didn't have to ask them if they got the Holy Ghost. Hallelujah. Matter of fact, you didn't. You would ask them if they got saved, and if they got saved, you'd ask them to testify. Did you know that that builds up your confidence? If the church world cheats you out of that, they've cheated you out of a blessing that will follow you all the days of your life because you stood up before the people and admitted that you've changed masters. <laughs> Hallelujah. Hallelujah. <laughs> You've changed courses of life. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. 
Nothing blesses me more than to see somebody that's prayed through to salvation. They've repented of their sin. You didn't have to lead them in a prayer. They felt a call from the heavenly world for them to repent. That except ye repent, ye shall all likewise perish. And so when you get saved, they just come in quiet, leave out quiet, leave a question in the mind of the people. It's serious business, folks. It's playing games. A scared you'll embarrass somebody. Quiet as a hen house on Friday night around where we used to live. I'm not telling you I stole chickens now, but I knew some that did. <laughs> but listen, folks, we need some confidence. I know I need confidence in you, and you need a certain amount of confidence in me. I need to live holy, and I need to live right. But you know what? I like a friend like Brother Billy Powell was to me. I pastored him. And a time or two, he said, Preacher, I don't believe that was just right. Amen. I believe you better study that again. One of the best friends I ever had in my life. Oh, my. I sort of feel like what, why the Lord wanted me to preach this tonight. I told my niece, I said, I, I was sort of chicken. I brought me another sermon. <laughs> but listen, friend, people that don't have confidence in God don't do nothing for God. The church, world, has lost their confidence in God, miraculously speaking. Even from the pulpit, and there ain't nothing wrong with a doctor. I go to one. But the Lord's letting me know the doctor can't help me but so much. I've got to go back to putting, if I want to live, i got to go back to putting some more confidence in divine healing. Amen. Some of you are. Have you lived? You're going to have to put more confidence in God. Amen. And trust Him and believe in Him that He's able. He said He's able. He's able and exceedingly abundantly able to meet all of our needs according to his riches and glory by Christ Jesus. You see, we used to have prayer services when people come in, and I've known in the church where I was reared up in, they would have garters get healed. Go see the one sick in the bed with cancer, going to die, lost. Heal that man. He come to church with that Sunday school group and was a member of the church 
for probably 40 years. And what we do now, when somebody, the doctor tells somebody they got cancer, they say, oh, son. They're scared, we're as scared of it, myself included, as we are a rattlesnake. Know why? The church and the people are losing confidence in God. God don't only save us, Melody. He keeps us. He clothes us. He shelters us. He heals us. He brings us through the storm. And if you serve God, you're going to go through some storms, church. That's the way you build confidence. That's the way you battle against where you battle against the devil and demon forces. Do you think there's anything too hard for God to do? We say no. But why don't we put it to the test? come to church this morning, I couldn't breathe, hardly. I wanted to go to that medicine box and grab that spray and spray my nose. The Lord said, leave it alone. I wanted to go grab, it, grab a cough drop. I'll tell you, I won't ever spray my nose again, but I like to listen to the Spirit. I wouldn't have been able to preach to you tonight if I had disobeyed God. I've been so weak I couldn't go into the sunshine unless I took a rag with me. I told God too during this week, Melody, I said, I'll never be able to preach, Lord, unless you help me. Because through the week, day by day, I've eaten a little bit of manna from a heavenly word. And I've learned greater is he that's in me than he that's in the world. Hallelujah. Wake yourself up. Gorge yourself a little bit. I need to. You need to. There's not a one in here to smoke in the night. You don't need your confidence built up in the Spirit of the Lord. You see, the Lord didn't leave you here after he left by yourself. He said, I'm going to pray the Father, and he's going to send you another company that he might abide with you forever, even the Spirit of truth whom the world seeth not, neither knoweth, but ye shall know him, for he shall be in you a well of living water, bringing up into eternal life. Hallelujah. <laughs> Hallelujah. How many times, brother, have God raised you up? Every time he does, you ought to thank him. And it ought to make you think that he'll just be a greater God, a mightier God. He's with you tonight. But God wants us as his people to wake ourselves up. 
We're living in a world that the church has been lullabied and rocked to sleep. It's the mightiest force that's yet stood in the world. When will it wake up? Will it wake up in mind in your generation? Oh, I know there's good people. But see, God wants us to be better people. God wants us to be concerned for the lost. How many days have you fasted? This morning I got up and I wanted to eat. God said, don't eat this morning. never fasted over three or four or five days in my life. But God sees I need more confidence in him. You see, because it's those little old foxes that spoil the vine. It's those little old things that tear us away from God and we get pride in ourselves and we get comfortable and live in lukewarmness. Oh, I didn't plan none of this. Hallelujah. But I'm here to tell you tonight, it's not how many you have in church, it's how many that's ready to go. It's how many that's ready to take on the whole armor of God. can't please him unless you take it all on. You can't just take the sword of the Spirit. You've got to have the shield of faith and the helmet of salvation. David went out there. He didn't put that confidence in that sling. Nobody with good common sense would have put their confidence in slinging that into a little old stake with a sling. But see, he wasn't, I don't believe he had his confidence in David's hand, in David's purposes. He had it in obeying God. You know why? Because God had helped him to build up his confidence out there watching over the sheep. When the bear comes, he took care of the bear. And when the lion come, he took care of the lion. <laughs> Hallelujah. If you're going to have confidence in God, you've got to build up your faith. I plan to try to preach on faith tonight. But faith without works is dead. It's being alone. You can have all, have faith, but if you don't have no works to back it up, you're in bad shape. You put your faith to work. You put your trust in God. You see, if I put my trust in myself, I'd have never preached a sermon in my life. Uneducated. Couldn't read and write. 
got my Bible down, put it on the table, and wept over it. I said, God, if you'll just learn me to read your word, I don't care about the newspaper. I don't care about the magazine. Just let me read your word. I'm not no college graduate now or high school. I never got out of grammar. I never hardly passed the grade. With no flying colors. I didn't have to worry about being at the bottom of the totem pole because I wasn't interested in school. I just wanted to sin and enjoy life. God forgive me. You know what he would do, Melody? Things that educated people would read over. I taught a Sunday school class. I started studying my Sunday school class on Sunday evening for the next week. First time I read it, it was sort of like reading Greek. But by Sunday morning, come Sunday, he'd give me enough. Hallelujah. Like it says, a Line upon line, precept upon precept. I wouldn't trade my journey with the best educated guy in the world. But this is my call. When I go to a place to study and get along with God, I'm not relying on him. I'm relying on that spirit from another world. I can't preach like some. I can't pray like some. Never could carry a tune. My wife tell me quit singing. Don't sing no more. She used to try to help me learn to sing, Melody. <laughs> it didn't take long, Sister Judy, to give up. <laughs> she tell me, you just ain't got it. About like Brother Jimmy Swagger told his wife about his son. He gave him lessons from the time he was a young boy, his wife did, in the two Vatican's. And one day he told his wife, he said, it's either God or you ain't got it. If he ain't called to play, you can send him to school all you want to, but he never will. I've got what the Lord give me, and I'm going to give it to you. <laughs> Hallelujah. What we got? We got from watching other people that I knew lived godly. I saw them trampled on. I saw them talked about. I saw them people try to hurt their feelings. But they were so rooted and anchored and grounded in God, they just walked right over. <laughs> Lift their hands and shout and praise the Lord. Because they had their confidence, not in themselves, but in the Redeemer. The one that was called to Christ's side. The Holy Ghost. We call ourselves Pentecostals. Oh, no, Lord. I'm going to say something you ain't going to like. And I'm ashamed of myself. 
you know that God give us the gift of the Spirit to help us, to build up our confidence? But let me ask you a question. Have you seen the gift of the Spirit working in your life or in your church? Congregation ought to be just quiet. Do you know no church ain't right that don't have it? You're living beneath your privileges. He said he gave those gifts of the Spirit to operate in the church. But for the past 20 years, we hadn't seen the gifts of the Spirit working in the church. Not all the gifts. We speak in tongues, and there's seldom an interpretation. And if we don't get them, we're going to lose our confidence. some the gift of healing, some the interpretation of tongues. But show me a church that all these gifts is working in. And yet you won't, we won't go to the altar. You see, when I got saved, we prayed for things like this. He says, if you speak in tongues, pray that you might be interpreted. know what speaking in tongues and interpreting is? It's nothing but prophecy. It keeps the church going in the right direction. It puts his hand on sin. Oh, oh, my God in heaven, help us. Nobody say amen. I'll keep on going. Praise the Lord. I didn't plan this, folks. But it's the truth. Again, Hosea would tell you, break up your fallow ground. Fallow ground is ground that should be cultivated. Should be prepared for seed. Help me on, Lord, to get out of here alive. Say, preacher, why are you talking like that? Because God wants me to. to invite me back. You'd be all right if you do, and I'll thank you if you do. But if you don't, I'll just brush the dust off of my feet. Amen.
know what I'm telling you is coming from the heavenly world. God's trying to shake you up and get your confidence where? That when your baby has fever, you can bow down beside the bed and lay your hands on them and that fever cools. Oh, I felt that. I felt that, brother, all the way down to my shoes. your confidence in the Lord. You're just a man, a woman. Imperfect. Imperfect. But he's coming into the lives of those that are seeking the Lord and inviting the Lord. He ain't going to be a not going to be a gentleman gentleman right just like the Lord in Revelation said he'd stand at the door and knock if any man opened he'd come in and sup with him the Holy Ghost is like that he wants to come in and sup in this church he's got his hand on the preacher he's got his hand on the church you're at a crossroads Are you going to follow the ways of the churches of the world or are you going to be different? You're going to make that choice. Don't preach so hard, preacher. I won't even hear you no more. I'll tell you what, you'll remember what I'm telling you. God will speak to you. word would not return void. Be merciful, Lord. To all of us, we're weak, frail servants. And we want more confidence in you. You see, there was a time in this church, I've seen them come in here with a wheelchair and go out without it. I've seen them walk in here with a walking cane and leave it leaning in the corner. Oh, yes. <laughs> they all preach you those days are past. They'll never pass. As long as there's a man or a woman or a boy or a girl that'll trust God and put their confidence in God. And believe God, God will open up heaven and pour you out a blessing that you won't be able to contain. I'm not telling you the devil won't come back to you. I'm not telling you you'll live on cloud of glory. But I'm telling you one thing, God will honor your faith in him. Hallelujah. He says, without faith it's impossible to please God. For he that cometh to God must believe that he is and that he's the rewarder of them that diligently seek him. And I'm not going to weary you anymore. I never thought I'd talk this long. But I'm here to tell you, you better straighten up, Jack. God. 
why you say that, preacher? Because it's appointed unto man once to die. And after this, the judgment. You're going to die. Most of us here are old folks. How's it going to be with you? Will the Lord say, welcome home, thy good and faithful servant? Or will he look at you like, was it Job that said he would only make it, I believe it was Job, make it by the skin of his teeth? My, my, if it was Job and he just made it by the skin of his teeth, I don't, I don't know how I'm going to do it. Because everything, he lost everything he had. You see, when you hold on to God, the Lord not let it be took away, but he'll give it back to you better. <laughs> I feel like shouting. I wish I was young. I might would even take a running spell tonight. I feel heaven real in my soul. <laughs> Hallelujah. You and I can bind the forces of hell or we can let them take their grip on us and cause us to doubt God and lose the honey. <laughs> lose the sweet rose of Sharon, the lily of the valley. Lose peace with God. Lose peace with ourselves. Lose peace with our companions. God saying to this church tonight, take up your cross. Build up your confidence. Learn to pray for people. I thought I was going to hush, but I, I must hang on just a minute. I'm so bad. I remember my grandma, my she wasn't really my grandma. She was really my aunt, but she helped grab my daddy. She was almost six foot tall. Probably didn't weigh 100 pounds. But instead of her and a couple of other ladies in the church there, that they were the backbone of our church in this city. If she talked with you a few minutes on the street, she didn't care how big a crowd there was around, she'd have a little chat. And she'd witness to you. We could stand up and talk with people in the store for 30 minutes. And hardly ever mention the Lord. And yet say we love him with all our heart. I was a young fellow and poor man Faye was married and she really loved me. <laughs> she was asking me all the time to make sure I was doing what I should do and wasn't doing what I shouldn't do. Sometimes she'd catch me doing things I shouldn't do and she'd get mad with me. But I'm telling you, when you love somebody, you give them some of your time. us to do things and we denied him so much he quit asking. 
what Ashley and Ruby do right now? Is this what Ashley knew to fast? Is it what Ashley knew to read your Bible? What kind of commitment are you making to it? God wants all of you or he don't want none of you. He won't take you on a second-hand basis. He won't let you play second fiddle to him. He's your Lord and Master, but He's just your judge. But I want to be like David. When the Lord leads me through this life, and I walk through the valley of the shadow of death, I won't fear no evil, for Thou art with me. <laughs> Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Could you just lift up your hands and tell him you love him? Could you just tell him you appreciate what I'm telling you tonight? Do you believe it's coming from God or you believe it's just from me? If you do, just drop your hands and ask God to help me shut up my mouth. But if I'm telling you the gospel truth, I want you to hold on to the horns of the altar until God breaks through in your soul and a fountain is opened up in the house for you that you might receive the glory of God. And you feel the rivers of living water and you can let down your bucket into the well and draw out that living water. Hallelujah. Somebody needs to let down their bucket into that well tonight and say, oh, God, give me that living water. Hallelujah, that I come not here to drink. Hallelujah, give me the peace of God that I need in my soul. Give me a, a job to do in the house of the Lord. Give me something to do, Lord, so that I know that I do know that I'm washed by the blood, that I'm a member of the family of God. My soul is right in your sight. I'm going to ask you to come and pray. It's up to you whether you make that move or whether you just want to go home.